Hello, everybody. This is Nick uh, with the Cruise Nations podcast. I'm doing a. Um, this is my post ghost hunt show. Uh, I did a a little preview saying, "Hey, I'm going to do this tomorrow or whatever." Uh, that was my my last show. Uh, little snippet that I uh, that I recorded. Again, I have this little new setup. Um, has a little mixer, a uh, little mic, and it. I just wanted to see, and and hopefully this comes out clear, uh, clear enough, and uh, and the quality's good. My voice is coming out a little weird. I think I'm not sure if I have the right uh, selections on this mixer to 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 come out with what I want to come out. But uh, either way, so yeah. Um, first things first. Uh, Shout out to my my uh, my friend who went with me to this a uh, this ghost hunt. Uh, the company uh, Haunted Places of America, I think, is the name of the company. Uh, they're pretty cool. Um, uh, it was a larger group showing up to the place than I, than I thought it was. Tickets weren't crazy expensive, but they were priced enough to where I thought, oh, maybe it'll be a small crowd. Uh, but no, there was, there was, uh, a good amount of people there and they, the company themselves, the, the guides that were there, um, comprised of, uh, paid people, volunteers, um, to kind of guide around and, and use different, uh, quote unquote equipment, uh, ghost hunting equipment. I think that everything was, it was pretty cool. It was a nice, fun atmosphere it wasn't too serious it wasn't too uh somber or you know it, it never felt like they were trying to uh sell you on on the some gimmick or something like that um they they you know were very knowledgeable about the stuff that they did and the stuff that they talk about um the again quote unquote ghost hunting equipment that was used they were very knowledgeable about we went through that um so the place that uh we went to is the presidio la bahia it's in Goliad, texas um, it's a fort um that was built a long time ago i'm gonna talk a little bit about the uh about the history of it very briefly touch about the war, the history of the place we were. Uh, but uh, it's it's a pretty cool place. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been there before, never at night, never on a ghost hunt, but like during the day it's a museum and then there's a, there's a chapel there. Uh, we weren't able to go in the chapel uh, during this, during these hours, but I've been in there before. I've, I've, uh, went to mass in there before it's it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool atmosphere uh in there uh, to have mass in some in, in something that you know looks as it did when it was first built uh with the you know there's a beautiful mural in there it's it, it just feels kind of uh, historical i guess the word would be The, the chapel is uh, Our Lady of Loreto Chapel. So, uh, again, we didn't get to go in there, but that is uh, 
that is the chapel that's on the grounds. Sorry, I was looking stuff up. So, a couple of a couple of things. It started off. We 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 broke into groups. Everybody broke into groups. Um, and uh, we started off in in the in a kitchen area, and it was you know obviously it was dark. The lights were off. Uh, some of the equipment they set up uh, was pretty cool. It was like a string of lights. Uh, I, I don't know much about the lights that were there, but it was it was pretty funny because, you know, he had everything set up and ready to go. And uh, I'm going to use words like EMF detector and K2 meters and, and whatever the hell those lights were. Basically, the idea is if something touches those lights they change color right or if if if, uh, if there's some kind of I don't know static discharge or electrical discharge around that particular light it'll change color in the string right just just where the light is and so the guy uh, uh, I think his name is David he's a pretty cool guy uh, pretty funny but you know first thing first thing he said and asked for a response you know one of the lights changed colors which is you know I just smiled because whether you believe in anything or not it's it's pretty uh, wild that a response as soon as as soon as the first thing is said there's something that happens right anyway they uh, he passed around. He had a like a motion detector type thing, uh, not a motion detector, but something that goes off whenever something touches it. It's a little sensor with an antenna. I think that was the EMF. I don't. Know. But that thing started going off, uh, and he had to reset it a couple times. So could have been a malfunction of the item itself, but it was still kind of weird that that string of lights kind of flickered every now and then in different spots. So it wasn't like the same spot going off. It was in different spots. And then there was that, that detector thing just constantly, constantly going off. Um, they didn't have one cool thing, which is all of this stuff, right? For if you're skeptical, if you're skeptic, all this stuff is like, okay, that you're telling me that means something's there or that something is, you know, touched the light or went past the light or went towards the detector or whatever. All of that, if you believe in it, fine. If you don't, that's fine too. It's just coincidences are weird, right? But it, it didn't change the experience from being kind of cool, right? Like, it's like, hey, can you uh, let us know you're here? And then this light changes on this thing. Or the sound comes off of the uh, the detector thing, but he did have a thing, uh, a little contraption. He called a death note, which is a pretty ridiculous name for a contraption for ghost hunting, right? It, it's 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 it reminds me of like ghost hunting shows where it's just kind of over the top, and, and, and it's like. They have contraption ghost boxes and shit like that. I mean, we use we use that too later on. But either way, it's in that vein of right ghost box, death note. You know what I mean? Uh, 
Actually, I can do this pretty cool now. Uh... Ghost Box Death Note. Alright, so... Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry, I had to try that out. I mean, might as well, right, when I have it in front of me. Uh, change my voice on this, on this stuff. Well, so going on, uh, that little death note, yellow, little yellow box, and it, it'll, it comes up with random words. Uh, and it wasn't at normal intervals either, so it's, it's almost as if that little box is programmed to say a word, and it had a little, a little display there where it displayed the word as well. But it wasn't at a regular interval, so it wasn't like, you know, oh, every two minutes it's going to say a word. No, it was like odd intervals, weird weird words. Uh, there was some words that came up, like like fish, uh, sudden, uh, and some other stuff, uh, suffix, which I thought was a weird word. Uh, but... Uh, or discuss. Discuss was one that came up after that. But anyway, so they passed this kind of box around and, and for everybody to, to kind of hold it, you know, and see what comes up. Well, I uh, it passed to me and, and then I passed it to my friend, uh, which coincidentally, hopefully, I maybe, I, I don't know if I'll ever convince her to kind of come on here and talk because she'd be kind of cool to talk to. Uh, but either way, so as soon as she grabbed that box, you know, something something goes off. And, and I'm not going to say too much about my, my buddy, but uh, all, so weird stuff always happens, according to her, right? So weird stuff always happens around her, so I'll leave it at that. Anyway, so the she grabs that box, the other detector starts going off, making noise, going crazy. He has to reset it, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it said a word for her. Uh, uh, expect uh, that was you know that was weird you know it, like I said before even if it's random even if it's you don't believe in it even if it means not a damn thing and that's just it's just throwing out words and the lights are just move are just changing colors because they're programmed to do so whatever the hell it's still interesting in that environment you know, at night, lights off, dark room, people expecting to see things or trying to read things or trying to talk to spirits or what have you. Uh, it's still cool, right? So I get the box and then it says year uh, for me. So I think that was interesting. It, 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 it was a good starter because all the groups separated, right? And we had this guy for our first stop. It was a good starter for the night, I think, for for me. Um, because it kind of lets you know, you know, okay, so this is what this is about. We're going to chill here and see if we anything weird happens. So we uh, we did that for a little bit. You know, people tried talking and speaking and asking questions and, and, and things like that to to whatever to whatever we thought was there, right? Because of the light, because of the detector going off, that kind of stuff. Uh, there was uh, 
another contraption that kind of measured coolness or, or cold, right? And that thing kind of did some weird stuff, but nothing too crazy. But either way, I thought that was fun. Uh, like I said, the environment, uh, the surroundings, the the people, the energy in the place, in the, in the small place that we were in, because we were expecting things, and, and then slight things would happen, and that word, that little box that that spouts out the words randomly. I just think that's cool, right? I just it leads to stuff. It's all conjecture. You can make it what it is, and you can kind of read into it. But still, it's it's cool in the surroundings. So we switched after that uh, to our next stop, and it was outside in the courtyard, um, outside of the chapel there. And at the time, it was you know it wasn't quite sunset, um, but it was it was getting dark. There was a nice breeze going. It felt great. And everything felt kind of peaceful. Uh, I think both me and my friend made comments to that. It felt, everything felt peaceful. Uh, so at that stop with, with that uh, guide, they had a ghost box thing, which just, uh, if you're into this kind of stuff, you kind of know what it is. But it qu- very quickly goes through radio stations. Right, and, and it's like, and you hear static, and we heard booms and, and weird stuff like that. But then, but every now and then, you'd hear talking or, or a word or a snippet of a word, right? And it, again, it's going through the radio station, so you can take it. I don't know, no, I don't know who, what expert wrote the book on on using this equipment, but anyway, you'd you'd hear things occasionally but there wasn't much activity there's also these other lights that were green and they would turn red uh, if you touch them or something touched them uh, but outside the chapel there's there's a little a little rampart so you you go up on a stone uh, walkway and you're in like a one of the corners of the fort right so it's like okay like a lookout point up top really cool the sunset was going down. It felt peaceful. I was looking at the chapel quite a bit. They have a, a little uh, statue of Our Lady of Loreto up at the top. You know, it's it's typical, typical old um, uh, Catholic Spanish chapel, right? And this is just interesting thing about that is is it looks the same as it did when it was first made. Uh, the bells would go off because they have the bells there. And it was it was a nice atmosphere. Uh, nothing really happened there, other than I felt really peaceful, uh, really cool. Like I, I can't explain it. I don't even. I wouldn't call it paranormal. I wouldn't call it you know supernatural at all. It was just me feeling like this is nice. Uh, there is a uh, like 13 people I think buried on the grounds there uh, in that courtyard of the chapel in front of the chapel there's one specific grave that is marked that does have a tombstone uh, Annie Taylor uh, I think 1800s died in like uh, 
1880 or something like that. Uh, her story is is she was part of a, a wealthier family or something like that. And she died in the chapel of tuberculosis. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, there was also a cat on the grounds. I think it's it's one of those cats that doesn't belong to anybody. It's kind of the the grounds cat. Name was Ash. Very cool cat. He he kind of stuck with uh, me and my friend a little bit, you know. After he was hunting frogs or whatever, he he followed us around. Uh, but you know that was that was pretty cool. Um, up on the rampart, you know, I was walking around, and uh, we got that green light to turn red quite a bit around us I don't you know whatever that means uh, so that's about it that happened but like I said the, the it was cool to be out there at night in that environment in front of an old church there's a grave there you're looking up at the statues I, I like old churches uh i like old really old catholic churches right only and and i say catholic because the history you know uh i'm not going to talk about really organized religion because i don't like to talk about it because i have strong opinions on it but you can't ignore history when it's there and so uh it was really cool so from there, we went into, I guess, one of the breaks of the groups, of the group, and uh, we went to a huge courtyard. Uh, and and it's this is like the the inside of the fort, basically. It's it's a huge square courtyard. It was fun to walk around in. There's some wicked looking trees. Uh, and at night, it's just, like I said, a, a cool, calming atmosphere. Uh, my friend called it sanctified land. But, I mean, it, it technically it is, right? Like, the, the chapel, uh, they, do, they regularly have mass every week there. So it's functioning, you know, people, people go there and, and have mass and all that kind of stuff. The land is always blessed when that kind of stuff happens. So, it, 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 like I said, it it couldn't it could have been something else, but both me and uh, my friend, I'm pretty sure felt felt like a peace, right? Like it's just peaceful. The night grew still, and it was like quiet. Uh, all you heard was was like uh, crickets and uh, locusts, and, and, and it was pretty cool. Uh, I don't remember where we went next. Oh, okay. I think the next spot, yeah, I think the next spot we went to was the Zaragoza Monument. And it, it's a little, it's a walk from the, from the fort. Like it's a little bit of a ways to walk, but, uh, that was the next stop. So 
a little bit of history on the Zaragoza Monument. Basically, that's the site. Uh, well, let me let me back up here. So the fort, you know, obviously Spain builds it. Texas independence. It goes back and forth between ownership, a lot of war, a lot of death. But the Texan troops, when Santa Ana marched to the Alamo, General Urea marched to Goliad, the Presidio, right, to capture that fort. So he captures it. Uh, they take the people hostage, not hostage, they're, they're captives, right? It's captives of war. They, they, held, they hold them at the fort. Uh, they have able-bodied men and they have wounded people, obviously. So, wounded people are in the chapel. They march the able-bodied people to basically where this monument stands now. And they kill, I want to say, roughly 600 people uh, in total, so... A good amount of, of soldiers get killed. Um, Texan soldiers get killed by Mexican forces. Um, and and it's basically a mass burial. Uh, so that's a little bit of history on the the birth and the, the Zaragoza monument. Anyway. So it's right next to a cemetery, which is you know, I don't really care. Most people, no matter what you believe in, don't want to be in a cemetery at night, right? Middle of the night. So he walks to the monument. It's pretty, it's pretty weird feeling at night. I mean, I felt weird. This is just me, right? I felt weird at the monument. The night was, the breeze was gone. There was no breeze anymore. It was just stillness. Uh, the night was setting in. The crescent moon was, was kind of diminishing over the time. The stars were beautiful. I mean, it, it just... But it was a little weird. Um, we had one weird thing happen on the walk up to the monument. Or, or me, you know. Is there was a whistle. And it wasn't a person whistle because later on there was an actual person whistling. Uh, and this was, it was totally different from the first whistle that was there. Um, if you're from the area or you know about, you know, Mexican culture or, or Tex Mex culture, uh, Hispanic culture, you know about the Lechusa, which is. An owl, right? Uh, a witch who turns into an owl or whatever. They whistle and you whistle back. And it, it just, it's an old wives' tale uh, or it's a folk tale uh, from the, my culture, right? I say my culture, the Mexican culture. And, uh, but it was a sharp whistle. So we walk up there. I don't think anybody else heard it because it was just us two and the guide. And I don't think she was there when we went up there. Uh, but sharp whistle kind of sets the mood right? and, and so we'll sit that we sit there for a little bit I took a couple of pictures uh, just I, I don't want to sound dramatic because it, 
there was an odd feeling and it was a little weird feeling. It was a different feeling from being inside the fort where we had just came from uh, in La Bahia. You know, it, 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 it was that much, I can say, completely different. And it was still night and it was still this and still that. It's not like we... It's not like the fort was enclosed and you were under a roof right when we were in the courtyard. So there's still open skies and all this kind of stuff, but the, definitely the atmosphere felt weird. Uh, and they gave us these kind of K2 meter things, which are supposed to measure static electricity or something. I, I really don't remember. Uh, basically, they told us to, to put our phones in airplane mode. I did not, so I wasn't really concerned about that meter anyway but anyway uh, but you'd, I'd put it close to my phone it'd kind of go more you know the, the lights would light up a little bit more but so we were two guides we broke off into two groups we went to the, the monument and the rest of the group which we were eight I think people and so it was me and my friend and we went to the monument and then the other group, the other part of the group went to the, to the cemetery. And then we walked towards the cemetery and kind of waited outside. I, I didn't go in and neither did my friend. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it without sounding. Uh, like a scared person, but I had no intention of going into the cemetery. Uh, I thought it was cool to be around the cemetery at night, but if I could, I could skip it. Right? If I will say this though, if my friend wanted to go in there, I would be going in there, but she didn't want to go in there either. And so <laughs> we walked. We were outside the cemetery, kind of on on the street which I mean we were very close to it it's not like it's a gated it's not gated all the way around it's open on one side and we were in front of it and I walked towards the the graves and the stuff and the meter lit up a little bit but I'm pretty sure it was a power line or something that was doing that but either way like I said completely different feeling than the rest of the night uh so, uh, I, I don't want to talk about other people's experiences, um, because I didn't experience them and they're not here to talk about them, but I will say if I can get my friend to talk about stuff, I will, uh, later in a later show. I mean, there's no guarantees, but it, I think it would be cool. It'd be fun and funny, uh, a fun show if I can get her on. But either way, she did not feel very good around the cemetery, uh, physically. And, and, and yeah, that's so interesting, right? I, I didn't feel anything weird or crazy or totally where you can tell, oh, something's off or something's wrong, but I did feel, it, like I said it, earlier, it felt different. Definitely felt different. So the next stop was going back to the Presidio, and we went to the fort, and 
we went to the quarters, which is the, the most haunted part of the place, uh, is supposedly right. The, the, the captain's, I don't think the captain's quarters, I think it might've been the captain's quarters. It's just quarters from where they, where they used to sleep, right? The barracks basically. And, and they brought out dowsing rods to use. And I've never used dowsing rods. I kind of knew what they were, I think. But I think for whatever reason, it was either mine were busted. <laughs> I say that because they were kind of stiff to move. Uh, they didn't move very well. But I had no intention of, of wanting to experience anything anyway from, with the dowsing rods, at least. Uh, I was I was just more than happy to, to watch and, and see how they work and, and see other people use them and to explain how they believe they work, right? Uh, and, and I never let... So you're supposed to kind of shake your energy loose. You put these rods up and they move. You know, the, you, you basically say, show me my yes, they move a certain way. You say, show me my no, they move a certain way, right? Then you ask yes or no questions and and the rods kind of move back and forth or whatever. That's how it's supposed to go. Okay. I never let myself shake my energy loose for them to get steady. So every time I did it, they'd do one thing, right? Or it'd come all the way back around. Or I could feel one being stuck. So it wasn't really like it worked or anything. But again, that doesn't mean it. That doesn't mean. I'm calling anybody who uses that a liar or uh, who believes in that dumb. I'm not doing anything like that. I just didn't, I didn't let myself uh, get any energy loose. So, uh, and we didn't really explore that place that much. Uh, at that time, like I said, with the tire, with the walk that we did for the monument, we were coming back. The night was still, so it got hot, right? There's no air condition in the place that we were in. Uh, so I, I, I was a little tired. But we didn't explore that place very much. Uh, I will say that place felt different too. Uh, it felt different from the kitchen area that we were in in the fort early, earlier that night, the first place we went. It felt definitely different than the courtyard uh, next to the chapel. And it felt different. I'm not going to say menacingly or anything like that, but it definitely did feel weird. Uh, some of the stories from the other people in the group, like what we actually heard is, is uh, there's a bathroom. The bathroom door didn't open. And then they asked if they can... Sorry. <laughs> they asked if they can come in and the door opened for them. Right. Again, I didn't witness it, but they were, they were people in our group who were there while this was going on. Uh, so yeah, and this dousing rod thing is is kind of weird. Again, it's like Ouija Ouija boards. It's like whatever any of the stuff we were using. It's if you believe in it, that's fine. That means you're believing that it's doing what it's supposed to do and it's and, and and you know you're getting questions answered and things like that so uh, I know my friend used them and they moved for her 
different than when I was trying to use it. So I, I, I will say that, right? And, and, uh, but definitely there was some crazy energy in that place. I lost a flashlight. I don't know how I lost a flashlight. I think I left it somewhere, but it was a small pen light, so it doesn't matter, but I, I lost it. Uh, that was pretty much it for that room. I mean, there there were lights flickering, but the, the lights themselves were the kind of electronic candle lights. They're made to kind of flicker like a candle, but they did get brighter and dimmer, which I don't know if it's part of the program from them or if something was happening, but he, they mentioned that. Uh, that was pretty much all in that room was dousing rods that we didn't use any of the other stuff that was there she mentioned uh, forget what it called you know, it wasn't an oculus obviously it was, but it was, it was something with, that sounds like that so we get done with that and uh, the next part is you know there's obviously there's refreshments there's there's drinks there's uh, snacks and shit so we uh, the next part of the night was a free reign and the whole event started at 8 and ended at 2 in the morning. And the, the ending part was kind of like going back to the graveyard with with equipment. Uh, you know. And, uh, and... And kind of going to the other places with equipment that wasn't everywhere, right? It was like... It was like stops. In the beginning, the, it was guided... And you make a stop, and they have certain equipment in that stop. The end part of the night after the free roam was going to be okay. We're going to go take this equipment to the cemetery and try this stuff. You know that kind of stuff. Uh, at that point, I think uh, both me and my friend were like, we're not staying till two. I think that going in, we weren't. Uh, I was perfectly okay with not staying till two in the morning. Uh, I'm pretty. Uh, I, I don't go to sleep early, but I go to sleep early enough to where I'm going to feel it. If I stay up till two in the morning, at, you know, walking out in the night air, uh, and and then you know having to drive home, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't far away, but still, you know, it'd be like if we stayed till two, it, I'd be going to bed like three thirty. You know, that would definitely uh, kind of make my day a little more tough. So we, we free roamed for a little bit. We walked around the courtyard a lot. There was a kind of wicked well. Uh, uh, there was kind of, I said wicked well. Yeah. That, there was a well there that neither me and my friend wanted to approach. <laughs> but it was everything was old, right? You, you can feel history while you're there. And we were back in the courtyard, right, on the fort grounds. So again, like I said, that whole peacefulness returned uh, when we were outside. Uh, when I was outside. Well, when we were outside, but it, I felt that outside. So yeah, we decided to end the night, end the night there. Uh, we left. Uh, we drove home. Um, but uh, overall... I would say a good experience. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh, 
I thought it was uh, interesting to kind of be in a group setting in that environment and to, you know, have people anticipating stuff or wanting to see stuff or trying to, you know, communicate with, with ghosts. You know what I mean? It, it, it was, it was interesting and, and, and fun enough to where I do it again. Uh, probably not someplace that hot, you know, maybe an air conditioned, <laughs> uh, haunted room or something. But one of the things that, that I thought, and, and like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not a skeptic. I'm not a full believer. I'm kind of like, I know things that I know. I've seen things that I've seen, that kind of stuff. Uh, and there's possibilities on the rest of it. But I much more approach, I, I approach this much better because of the historical factor into it. You know, like uh, battles in the 1800s, and this was built in the 1800s, and you know, it's a chapel, so there's religious uh, tie to it, and and and, and uh, you know, there's Spanish soldiers. Uh, it's it's old school Texas, you know. So it was much more approachable to me than going to a place that is modern. And haunted, like say the Yorktown Hospital uh, or something like that. Not that I would never do it, because they do it there too. They do haunted stuff there too, or haunted tours there too. Uh, but the historical factor to me was much more approachable because it kind of, you know, uh, what's the word? You feel kind of imprinted the the land or the surroundings and. and where historical stuff happens is imprinted and you feel that history there. And I, I like that. So overall, I, I'd say again, I had fun. Uh, it was interesting. It was cool. Uh, I'd probably do it again. I probably wouldn't do it over and over and over again, like a frequency that's, that like that but I would definitely would do it again in a different place or even the same place depending uh, so yeah I mean I went in and I got more than I expected which I expected to not get anything I think is I went ex I went in expecting to see nothing uh, or exp I should say experience not see because I don't remember seeing anything crazy. Although my my phone did freak out uh, at the monument, and then I took some pictures of the Our Lady of Loreto that did not come out. Uh, when I say that, I mean I pointed my phone up there, took a couple pictures, and at the end of the night, when I went in to look for them so I can post them, there were no pictures. Which, you know, I'm writing off as a camera glitch. Uh, it's a newer phone. I want to say that's happened before. 
not quite like that because when I did those pictures I could have swore you know they snapped when I did the other pictures with the glitch I'm talking about before, my camera shut down. So it's like, it's it, maybe same, maybe not. But either way, so those kind of things happen. My friend experienced some things. The light thing was kind of funny. Uh, the year on that little death note box I thought was... I can see how those things can lead your mind into into things right and then all of a sudden something happens and you're like oh you're left wondering coincidence or not uh, but again uh, if you want if you want proof of ghosts and afterlife I don't know you'll get it anywhere if you go looking for it but I'd much rather go look for it with a group, you know, and with someone that, that, you know, that I, I would trust not to, not to make shit up, then not look for it and it happens. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. Uh, okay. Well, that was the review of the night. Um, I didn't go to sleep till late. I got up kind of weird. I didn't sleep very well, but it was, it wasn't because of anything that happened, uh, that night. It was just, again, not used to it. Should have been in bed. I'm an old man. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So I've been talking for 40 minutes. So hopefully, the quality is good on this thing, and I didn't just waste uh, 40 minutes of my time here. Uh, but, yeah, so that was the night. Again, shout out to my homie coming with me. Uh, it was it was good. I liked it. I liked the experience. Uh, and, uh, yeah, check check out Presidio La Bahia. It's a museum you can go during the day. Uh, they have mass again in that chapel. Check out Haunted Places of America? Haunted Tours of America? Uh, hold on. Let me let me get that straight because I want to I want to make sure I get that right. One sec, guys. Yeah, it's just I just played that cuz I'm looking at something on my phone. Let me find a good phone thing. Okay. Priscilla La Bahia. Haunted Rooms America. That's it. That's the company. Haunted Rooms America. Uh, their website is www.hauntedrooms.com www.hauntedrooms.com uh, of course they have everywhere in America but they have a specific Texas they go to a lot of places in Texas uh, obviously because it's a big state 
but uh, it's pretty cool. Um, so ghost hunt, if you wanted to, I'll just I'll just read off what what's included in the the ghost hunt there at the Presidio La Bahia. So ghost hunting vigils, that's just going to be, you know, you're there. Uh, structured vigils, I believe, were the stops that we made with the equipment, with the guides. Uh, the Yeah, there's equipment to use. They let you look at it. They let you use it. Uh, you get your, your private time, which is not... Private time sounds weird, but it's, it's time where you can go off and, and explore by yourself. Uh, they have refreshments, like I said, soft drinks, snacks, blah, 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 bottled water. And they sell stuff, too. Uh, they definitely sell things as well. Okay, well, guys, that's, uh, that's the show. That's the update. That's uh, what happened. Uh, we survived. Uh, nothing came back with me, I feel. Uh, I had fun. I feel pretty good. And uh, it was a good overall good experience. So sorry for rambling towards the end here. Uh, kind of repeating myself. Uh, is everything... It, everything... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So as it adds... Oh, fuck. Okay, I think I can talk now. As with all the shows, this has been the Recluse Ruminations podcast. I have a Facebook page at Recluse Ruminations podcast. Uh, I use the Anchor app, which is awesome. I can't talk as much good stuff. It's simple. It's easy. Recording is easy. Uploading is easy. Publishing is easy. Uh, There's a bunch of options that I haven't even delved into because I just do this shit for fun. My my uh, podcasts go everywhere. Podcasts are Spotify is one of the main ones. I like I like that it goes to Spotify. So uh, come find us. Drop us a line. Uh, I'm gonna try to do different shows. I'm gonna try to get guests. Hopefully I, I can. I'm working on it, but uh, I might do some more music shows or whatever rambles or specific shows on certain things. I bought a recording little setup, like I said, so I want to do this more, uh, you know, kind of force me to use the shit that I bought uh, by recording more and, and, and doing more things and making more shows. Uh, so, yeah, this has been the Reclusion Podcast. Uh, as always, come join us. Snoop, play us out. Oh, fuck, that's not Snoop. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the motherfucking Eagle Double G. Snoop Dogg!